Welcome to the Imagining a New Economy podcast brought to you by People First Companies. I'm your host, Mia Voss, and today we're talking with Mike Bays, COO and co-founder of People First Companies. Mike shares his experiences in the corporate world and the restaurant industry, and we discuss companies that are getting it right. Tune in. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mia. How are you? Good. I'm ready to dish with you on this People First podcast. Mm-hmm. And sure? I... I love this topic. I'm going to read the title. Greed has replaced good in our social culture. Doing good, not greed, is the name of the game that we want to be more of a normal thing, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, just so you know, I mean, I've been around long enough where I've I've seen this culture change from uh, people who really cared about good and doing good and spending their money with good to people who have lots of money buying at Walmart because it's cheap. So I've been around long enough to see it. It's an interesting thing. And I, I know that's such a overused adage of like, in my time, you know, that whole thing. And, and, and we're all long enough in the tooth, as I like to say, to yes, to know what things used to be like. I think our system really has never worked in a way. I'm going to throw out uh, something that that might cause some problems because you know we we can't go back to the good old times nothing really did work it's always been avarice or greed based in a sense but i think now what what i do love with the great resignation in some ways is that people are getting fed up now what are we going to do about that you know the systems are, are are definitely broken but it's such a it's such an interesting concept to discuss though of doing good not greed, because that puts control in our hands, right? Right. And that's what I see that's missing is an awareness that we're actually responsible and the cause for this. Uh, and kind of flip that around. Businesses will not change unless we buy differently. And that power is all ours. And consumer, what, consumer yeah, driven. Consumer, right. It's where you buy and where you spend your money. And the business and corporate culture will react to that guaranteed. So we, we were hoping, uh, and Stephen Angel said this when we were all talking about, you know, the founder four weeks ago or something, he said, it's not, it's not businesses need to change their mindset. It's consumers need to change theirs. That's a hard gig, but that's, that's what yeah, it is. And that's a responsibility. And, you know, people will say like, we, things are that are in things are in within your control and that can be a tough reality to be like oh gosh i can't necessarily complain about what the system is like if i'm not doing my due diligence to support the right companies buy from the right places that takes some work it does and i'm hoping people's first companies will help with that i mean that's there's this big vacuum out there i know a lot of great people who would love to know where they where, where they do- should spend their money Sure. You know, what's the better place for this purpose anyway? Doesn't mean mm-hmm. they will, but at least they need to know about it. Right now, if I want to go buy a bike uh, for my kids, I don't know. Should I go to Walmart? Should I go to a bike shop? You know, what's the place that treats your people better? Who? What am I supporting? Uh, and if you're, you know, every time you spend money at a place that doesn't treat people well, uh, you're basically supporting poverty. You're supporting a class system. You're supporting treating people poorly. You are. You're voting. Yeah. And so I think we as people who are privileged and, you know, have the opportunity to make that choice, you use the word responsibility. Mm-hmm. We, we need to use that correctly, but there's a real void on like knowing where to go. So hopefully we fill that void. 
I think so too. And that, that is what I love is what we're trying to do is gather companies that go with the three tenants of you know, how they're treating their employees. And that, that has so many facet to it, facets to it. Just that first piece of what companies are doing for their employees way beyond even vacation of the education, time off, supporting them as families. That's a huge, huge part of it. And then the second piece, of course, is community-driven and then how we treat the world around us from an ecological standpoint too. So those are huge things that I know when I hear about a company that's doing cool stuff like that, uh, one, I want to talk about it. Right. That's yeah, a absolutely. that's a big piece of being that, as I like to say, for my brand, a cheerleader for the things that you love. So, right. you know, we can go two ways in this conversation as well. There's the what's been doing, what they're doing wrong, and then what people are doing right. And I and, and I think part of the great resignation is based on what companies are are doing wrong and and why companies don't just treat people better. Talk on that point. Yeah, I do because you're absolutely right. Uh, you and I were discussing that. Mm. Was that a Twitter? thing that happens but this mm -hmm. great resignation and we're yeah. discussing the 200 comments under it of why people are going out and a lot of it was they found better opportunities but i'm going to tell you what i think a huge problem is culture the culture of business when i went to uh when i had to get a real job uh when i was like 23 or something i was interviewing as a restaurant manager for to be a restaurant manager i was sitting around in a group with final interview uh and they said uh what's the number one responsibility of a manager and i I said, uh, blah, 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 you know, service. Mm -hmm. They're like, nope. I was like, cleanliness. They were like, nope. I was like, you know, uh, blah, blah, blah. They're like, nope. And I was, I had no idea. Grabbing at straws, right? Yeah, they sat there think... looking at me for like three minutes, mm -hmm. waiting for the answer. And finally they said, it's profit. It's profit. And I was like, ah, okay, it's profit. And then going into that career for about four years and becoming a training manager, blah, blah, blah. It's all about profit. Every week, your life is good or bad based on your percentage of margin that week and that month and that quarter. You are compensated based not on employee uh, you know, training, not on employee satisfaction, not on customer satisfaction, uh, although there might be a little of that. It's basically on how much money you made. Nothing sure. else really matters. And there's a reason for that. Um, the reason for that is the corporation must survive to continue. This is a justification. Corporation must survive to continue to employ. So that's the justification, corporate first. I was part of a company, luckily, I was fortunate. Colorado, we had 800 employees. Mm -hmm. We had some very, for our time, the 80s and 90s, we were pretty progressive, but we had to make some pretty tough choices during that period of cutbacks and closing offices and things of that nature. I'll tell you, profit was on the table first and foremost, every decision. It was never about what are these, well, we thought about it, but it wasn't about what are these mm -hmm. families going to do? It's like, well, how much can we afford to pay them if we lay them off? Versus how do we get around this and not lay people out, uh, lay people off? So the corporate culture is all about profit. That's the first problem. The reason it's about profit is because we as consumers, all of us have a tendency to shop where things are cheapest, right? Yeah. We, we are Cheapest built. and most convenient. And the last two years have been indicative of that too, of, of, oh my gosh, I mean, that really was a, a snapshot of, I need to get it to me the quickest and safest and easiest way. So I don't have to be out in the world. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big uh, culture thing going on right now. It's yeah. All of us, but we're built and I was built to get the best price on a car, to get the best price on our groceries, to get the best price. Which hardware store do you go? I mean, Home Depot, 
uh, and McDonald's and Wal Walmart are really good examples of this huge corporate monster that feeds on the consumer greed. And it's our greed, wanting to save every dollar that we have mm -hmm. and buy it cheapest without thinking, what is the cost of this? Well, a company can only provide a value, so to speak, what they call a value, if they cut primarily wages, training, but it's mostly people stuff, benefits, training, uh, and wages. That's how you cut mm -hmm. it. I own three restaurants. I mean, there, there's not a lot you can do as a restaurant owner or a big chain to cut expenses except labor. That's except great. people. People. And you yeah. bring down the price or you get rid of them. So then you expect people to do twice as much work for the same money. So it's, yeah. it's, And it's all because not corporations are greedy. Not as a small business person, I was greedy. It's all about uh, profit because the consumer demands it. We demand that they cut, the, that they give us the best value, the best price. We demand it. Yeah. So there's this mindset. We have to go shopping to do good instead of to save money. And if we had that opportunity, which I think is, is part of realizing your privilege, that, that should come with it as an automatic thing. If I am, if I have the ability to do that, and I have to tell you, Mike is, is, a consumer, and we've talked about this for that before. That women make, you know, women specifically are eighty-five percent of not more of the decision makers in the buying process, right? So we're yeah. thinking about, you know, I think about that a lot too. Of like, all right, is it going to be convenience? Is it going to be, you know, a price cut? I love specifically one of the the things that I do is I try not to operative word try. Please pay attention to that. <laughs> Uh, try not qualifier. to buy qualifier, right. Of, of buying things through Amazon. So for instance, because I love supporting authors and, uh, any, anybody who's has books that I want, I'm really trying to go directly either to their website and purchase through that. Now, sometimes that sends you to an Amazon link. I shop at something called bookshop.org, which supports small independent bookshops. Fantastic. Right. So the, that's those, those little things of trying to find out and we should get them on the show. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's, there's, I'm going to ring that bell, but that, that's something that I'm trying to do now that takes a couple more steps or a little bit of education or knowledge, but I try and share that out as well. If I'm going to share a book that I like, I'm going to share the link from that. So those are those small little decisions, but I do think to put, to put an age on this because we were talking about, our age and all that. I do think that boomers and Gen X have a lot of ability to take responsibility of, of, of how we were raised. I mean, can you imagine I'm a Midwesterner, right. Of, of buying something, you know, not, not haggling for the cost or not trying to find the most cost effective thing. And that greed piece is really what has led to that, that buying effectively or not spending too much money, I think is what has fed this monster. Oh, you're so correct. Uh, mm -hmm. And it's, it's, we don't talk about it enough. The fact that you're aware of it, that you're talking about it is amazing. It's fantastic. That Me is too. the first big step in this. It's our responsibility. And you said that right at the beginning of this interview right. of taking responsibility of knowing like I contributed to this problem. Oh, <laughs> I know I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> uh, I do want to make this kind of clear. I understand there's an economic difference between uh, somebody who's single parent and yes. you know they can't go out they've got to save money i get it that's fine but yeah. i'm talking i'm talking to people the baby boomers the re you know the people working at google the, you know the people who are in great shape and think that's great mm -hmm. but those are those are the people who are going to change the world 
it's not, they, it's not, they have to change the world. They are. And great distinction. And thank you. I think that that has to be so clear. We're talking about when you can make that decision. We all know how, um, I'm going to one real quick. If you'll pull this up, there you go. Mike's got his mic. I'm, I'm managing Mike with his mic over here. <laughs> like, see what I did there. I'm going to put that in every podcast. See what I did there. See what we did there. <laughs> but I think that, that, that let's be clear. That is if you can make that choice and spend a little bit more time on the conscious purchases, you know, and I think you and I may have been having this discussion. There's an enormous amount of money flowing right now. It's phenomenal. To yes. uh, and I'm like, where's all this money coming from? Um, mm-hmm. That doesn't matter as much as the people who are spending the money, who have that money, they're the ones who need to step up and start voting for good, not for greed, and making better choices. And just just the conversation is a great start. And that's what our business members hopefully uh, are part, of, not hopefully will be part of, is like they're committing to it. They may be a restaurant right now who can't pay $32 an hour, uh, but they can do better. And they're committing to do better. And that that's... Mm-hmm. just the mindset uh, will make a huge difference uh, in, in this world. And it really will. I love that. What the people first model is too, is shouting out those businesses. This is why it appealed to me so much. Cause that's what I've been doing for specifically online in the last 10 years right. is talking about the businesses I love. And I want you to know about it as well. So that encourages people even more so to keep it up and sort of not fall prey to, you know, and it's a, it's a choice. It's, you know, as a business owner, as a manager, it is a constant choice of, am I going to do the right thing that may cost money or may not be as popular or in your circles, people are like, why would you do that? You know, you, you think about all these scams that we see the the Elizabeth Holmes uh, scam with, I just forgot the name of the company, but it's, she just recently was, was, uh, you know, lost her, her court battle of, you know, being really just such a terrible person in doing business. And there are a lot of people you see now in these interviews where they're like, they, they passed up the opportunity to invest in that company because they didn't believe in it. And they took so much flack from so many people like, why would you, oh my gosh, you, you passed up on that, but they knew in their heart, it wasn't the right thing. And it wasn't the right way to make business. It is not always sexy and celebrated. Oh, no, no, no. Actually, it's the opposite, unfortunately. That's part of this upside down kind of culture mm-hmm. we've created or has been created. That's right. like uh, blame the corporations when it's really us or, uh, you know, applaud what we call winners. And that, that's a big issue, too. Different times. Yeah. So, you know, oh, you're, gosh. You're yes. a winner if you're rich. You're a winner if you're a huge corporation. Well, mm-hmm. that's what we call winners. This is what we're going to get. Uh, but. That's what People First Companies is trying to do and will do is start changing attitudes in the business. I'll tell you, I own three real quick story. I own three small restaurants, bagel and coffee and lunch shops for a period of my life. I made a lot of bagels. Uh, A lot of coffee. A lot of coffee. I worked the drive through. It was very humbling and it was good for me. That's cool. That being said, I bought a small shop in Castle Rock and uh, they weren't making any money. And couldn't pay anybody any money. Anyway, I looked at their prices and I, and I said, hey, our sandwiches, we're going to have to raise. They were like four fifty. I said, they got to go up to eight. And everybody was like, you're crazy. Nobody's going to come back. They're going to look at that price and go. So I, I was like, I don't care. It's like, we can't pay people. You know, we can't do this. Raised it to $8. Nothing happened. 
I mean, I d almost doubled the price. Mm -hmm. And what, what the big fear out there is for a small business owner or smaller businesses, I raise my prices, nobody comes in. Rarely true. I mean, the fact is people will pay a good wage. We're going to have somebody on the show, Douglas Topolsky, I hope uh, mm -hmm. soon, who's got a great story about that. But it's, you. sorry about that. Oh, it's President Biden, let me. Oh, he has things to say to you. Uh, Mike's yeah. that important. We appreciate your time on this podcast. <laughs> Come on, Joe. Come on. Figure it out. Uh, with that being said, it's like. So interesting. You're right. Like I, you, you doubled it and you're saying nothing happened, uh, meaning like you can... didn't lose business. Uh, several people said, what's that about? <laughs> and I said, mm -hmm. we, can't, I, we can't pay anybody. Like, we've, you know, we've got to pay better. They're I love like, your, okay. I love your honesty in that when people said that, like, that's, that's the stuff that we're not talking about is asking that question. Like, Hey, what's that about? So how cool you were able to answer that and said, I, I want to keep my people. Yeah. And that's something I'd like business owners to kind of become educated on. It's like, if you educate your buyers, uh, they are far more likely not to be upset if you do need to raise prices. Mm -hmm. uh, and in a restaurant, probably spending too much time on a restaurant. It's tough because your, your average worker wrong side your average worker is you know whatever a high school kid mm -hmm. uh, and and your average wage there is even to keep those guys where i am it's, it's 20 bucks an hour but it's like your labor is your big expense so it's like if you double it or 30 percent, your prices are going up you've got to be courageous mm. part, of, part of this honestly as a business owner is you've got to be courageous and go, I'm going to do this. I'm going to commit to providing better stuff. As consumers, we have to be less greedy and go, I'm going to commit to buying where they treat people correctly and where they give back to charity and where they help the environment. So now I'm preaching. Sorry. Oh, no, I love that. I love that good soapbox preaching rant because it's so, amen, amen okay. to that. It's it's so true that there's an ecosystem of decisions. It is. So if I'm given the right places to shop, then I'm going to make the right decision and it makes it easy for me. But I love that. It is a courageous choice. It is. You've got to be courageous. And, you know, I live in an upper middle class, probably a community because I'm old and that's the way it is. And uh, I was fortunate. <laughs> but I call most of my neighbors, not all of them. I love them, but they're hobbits. They're hiding in their little houses. They're paying no attention to what's really happening. And uh, there's just this greed thing of like, Hey, as long as the money's in my bank, I'm happy. Mm. Now, I'm not saying they don't give to charity. I'm sure they do. Right. Uh, some of them, I, they're good people, but we can do so much more and we really have to. I'm calling them out. I'm, you know, I'm a baby boomer calling you guys out. You've got lots of money. You know, you've got a cabin in the mountains. That's well earned, but you need to start acting like you care. Uh, so a, a proactive approach too, because right now it's just by osmosis. Your lifestyle says, okay, I'm safe. That's what everybody wants. The the Maslow's hierarchy of, you know, getting all your needs met, and that means your family as well too. But I think it's adding some jet fuel to what it is you can do with your time and your effort. Yeah, and it's all about that. Uh, the guy, gosh, I've forgotten his name. He won the uh, the uh, NFL award for like doing the most good. Do mm. you see him on? I think uh, I did. I know who you're talking about. We'll put that in in our show notes too. Yeah, his exception speech was amazing, and he said that you've got three things. You know, he's, he's given a lot, uh, your voice, uh, your money and your time. And mm -hmm. it's like, well, your money is what this is about. And your money can change the world to be a better place for people. And so that's what we're hoping people will get into this, 
join our like what we're going to call consumer hero club saying we support these guys uh, and get some businesses on board too which won't be hard there's a lot of good businesses out there there really are you can just take even a few minutes we were just digging through social media today too here locally in colorado and kathy J. I love and she always interviews great businesses and you can just it doesn't take much to find some good people. It's just looking. And I love that people are celebrating and shouting themselves out, which is what we really want to do with people first. And, you know, as we wrap up here, just to, to you're walking the talk is really what I want to end up with, because I know you left a pretty good, pretty good position at what half a million dollars to spend more time with your family, to get your life in balance. And not everybody can make that decision, but talk about that as we close up here of, of how you are. You know, Living by example. Well, <laughs> thanks for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you what I did. I don't know if I that great of an example, but uh, I was in corporate America. We built this company. We had 500 employees. We'd sold that company, and I had a contract to work with a big telecom company for another three years. But uh, what I realized was my life was all about the money, and that really mm-hmm. bothered me. It had been bothering me for a long time. I had uh, three kids at home, uh, my wife, obviously. Uh, and... I felt so greedy. It was terrible. My kids were, you know, getting into high school. Uh, I didn't have a big friendship. Anyway, I quit. I was like, that's it. I was making $500,000 a year and I quit. And I remember my boss calling me and going, you're giving up a million dollars. I was like, yeah, I don't care. Uh, Because what's more important is doing the right thing, is doing good. Uh, I'm not that great of a guy because up to that point, I'd made a lot of money too, you know, but, and I wasn't going to suffer. Uh, too much by doing it, but I did it. Uh, in retrospect, I might have waited an extra year, <laughs> given away more money, something. Uh, but yeah, you've got to walk the walk, and I've done that. We've all done it in numerous ways, and I try to do it now with buying habits, and I try to do it now with uh, making good decisions, not greedy decisions. And I'm also trying to teach my kids that, and my neighbors, and you know, I don't make the buying decisions right? My wife does. So I'm working with her <laughs> because she's a, she's a great buyer of things. And, you know, she has that embedded, like all of us mentality of like, let's find the best deal. Let's go to Amazon, et cetera. But I, once educated, that'll change. That is the key right there. Once educated. So paying attention to it. So thanks for sharing your story and your thoughts on this, Mike. That the, I, I love that trajectory of your thinking and how we're going to build this even bigger with celebrating companies that are doing the right thing and then using our buying power. Yeah. And I totally believe in it. I really appreciate your faith in it and speaking for it. And Stephen Angel, of course, is an inspiration with his vision of what this is. So I think it's going to be a really good force out there. I think so too. All right. Thanks for your time, Mike. Thanks, Mia. If you'd like to be a part of the People First Companies movement, you can find out more at peoplefirstcompanies.net. And if you like what you're hearing on this podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review. We'll see you on the next episode.